0: Aloha from San Diego, California. Hello my pineapples and happy Aloha Friday. Welcome to episode four of the Aloha Guru podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about becoming bulletproof during life's most difficult times. That's right, today we're going to talk about handling difficult times in your life. I'm also going to define and discuss emotion regulation. I'll share five tips or strategies for developing emotional regulation skills, and then I'll end today's session with your daily Aloha affirmation. So come on back and we'll get started. Welcome back my pineapples, I'm going to open up today's episode with a quote by English comedian Ricky Gervais. Ricky once said, if you can laugh in the face of adversity, you are bulletproof. Well, we're all facing adversity these days. With our nation standing front and center to one of the biggest economic health and cultural crises in history, not many people have been laughing, am I right? We've all been challenged and we've all been forced to change our lifestyles from the bullets that this pandemic has lodged at us. And in one way or another, it feels like our very lives have been hemorrhaging. It seems like every day we find out that another business has closed due to the economic ruin this pandemic has left in its wake. Every day, another story of personal tragedy makes the news from someone losing their loved one due to the coronavirus. Every day, we see a picture of a high school senior or college graduate posing in their cap and gown in their backyard or their driveway, celebrating what would have been their highest achievement thus far. Every day, another children's camp has to cancel its summer session, while another public school considers canceling its fall semester. And every day, the unemployment rate climbs. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, The number of unemployed Americans hit 23 million, which is an unemployment rate of 14.7%. Tradingeconomics.com also estimates the unemployment rate could be 19% within 12 months. So, how do we keep taking these bullets and keep going without completely losing our minds? Well, let's talk a minute about what it means to be bulletproof. To be bulletproof means being able to resist or absorb the impact of a bullet. It also means being safe from failure, without error or shortcomings. It can also mean to be free of criticism. Well, our nation is not bulletproof from the shots coronavirus fired upon our economy. Not everyone has been able to repel its assault. In fact, this deadly disease executed many at point blank. And clearly, no one's job is bulletproof. What's worse is that coronavirus has been locked and loaded with plenty of bullets left. So here's my question to you. How do you smile and how do you laugh if you've experienced so much pain, loss, and hardship? How do you handle this difficult time? When we come back, I'll discuss emotion regulation. Okay. Okay. So the key to handling any emotional trigger caused by the pandemic or any other difficult situation in your life lies in emotion regulation. So what is it? According to psychologytoday.com, they say that emotion regulation is the ability to exert control over one's own emotional state. It may involve behaviors like rethinking a challenging situation to reduce anger or anxiety, hiding visible signs of sadness or fear, or focusing on reasons to feel happy or calm. So let's take a look at that. Emotion regulation helps you manage and control your emotional and mental states, your thoughts and your behaviors, especially when handling or facing adversity. So in other words, a calm mind is both your best offense and your best defense. It's your most powerful tool and your most powerful weapon to fight life's battles, and it can disarm the enemies within. Therefore, developing emotional regulation skills is a great strategy for handling this difficult time, as well as any others that might occur in your life. Self-regulation is an emotional regulation skill. So if your response to a situation includes throwing a temper tantrum, outbursts of screaming or yelling, or acts of aggression or violence, then clearly you lack self-regulation. What's worse is that Your inability to control your emotions and actions will only lead to more problems in your life. But if you can learn self-regulation skills, you'll be better able to calmly think through your problems. You'll be able to adapt to change, create effective strategies for overcoming challenges, and you'll develop the resilience to ride out any rough waves that roll into your life. Practicing Aloha is a great way to develop your emotional regulation skills. Cultivating love, kindness, and compassion, or Aloha, creates a safer space in your mind for positivity, peace, and harmony to exist. So if your mind is relaxed, your body will follow. A big part of self-regulation is being able to stop yourself from overreacting. In other words, there is power in being able to think before you speak or to take a deep breath before you react. In other words, you have to be able to pause before you impulsively act out. With more peace of mind, you'll not only feel the need to react as harshly out of stress, anxiety, depression, grief, or other negative emotions. While some reactions are natural, you'll be more in control of choosing healthier responses over self-destructive ones. For example, instead of going off the deep end with food or alcohol binges, you will have self-restraint for building better health habits, even during a difficult time. Practicing Aloha strengthens your mindset and boosts your self-powers. Examples of self-powers are your self-esteem, self-belief, and self-confidence. These self-powers build courage. With courage and unwavering self-belief, you can continue to pursue your goals and dreams, as well as tackle life's challenges and changes. You'll also learn to trust your gut instincts, your decisions, and the choices you make. Therefore, a strong mindset can help you manage your feelings and your actions in any given situation. So here's my formula. Your thoughts affect your feelings. Your feelings dictate how you respond to any situation. Your responses and reactions help the determine the results and outcomes in your life so the goal is to improve your mindset so that your thoughts are positives which will trigger more positive feelings positive feelings trip positive actions which ultimately lead to more positive results and outcomes no matter what the situation is to cultivate aloha and help regulate your emotions you need to practice self-care now more than ever you need to make self-care the cornerstone to your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. A few of my favorite go-to tools for cultivating aloha and practicing self-care include breath work, daily positive affirmations, exercising outdoors, guided meditation, and gratitude journaling. When I come back, I'll discuss each of these in a little further detail. So come on back. Okay, my pineapples, now that we understand what emotion regulation is, let's talk about how to develop your emotional regulation skills. I'm going to go over five of my favorite tools for cultivating aloha and practicing self-care. Of course, there's so many more, but today I'm just going to go over these five because they help in developing your emotional regulation skills so that you can handle this pandemic and any other difficult time that you might have in your life. My first tip is breath work. Do you hold your breath when you're feeling stressed or anxious? Do you even know that you might be doing that? Apparently, when I was a kid, I did it a lot because I carried it into my adulthood. And for the longest time, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. In fact, I've caught myself doing it as an adult over and over again. I have to literally stop what I'm doing and force myself to take a deep breath when I'm under stress or when I'm anxious. Breathing, hello, don't we do this on automatic? Well, not if we're really under stress, I guess. Breath work alters your breathing patterns to help you relax. Oxygen plays a vital role in the function of all the organs, muscles, and glands in the body. We all need oxygen to breathe, but under stress, we can either breathe too fast or struggle altogether. I like to use this analogy. If you couldn't breathe, your lips would eventually turn blue, right? Well, being sad is synonymous with feeling blue. Other ways you may feel blue or feel less in control would include anger, anxiety, depression, stress, and fear. So here's your code blue self-care check. The next time you're feeling blue, consider deep breathing to get more oxygen into the body so that it will function better, like... Think more clearly and act more calmly. Breathing deeply helps to reset your mindset so that you can react to situations appropriately. You can begin your breath work practice with a 3-4-5 breathing technique. To do so, inhale for 3 counts, hold for 4 counts, and then exhale for 5 counts. I recommend a minimum of 3-5 to rounds to help you get out of code blue. So remember, the next time you're feeling a little blue, try some deep breathing. Tip number two, positive affirmations. If you've been following me regularly, you know that I share positive affirmations daily called your daily aloha affirmation on my blog, my website, and my social media accounts. That's how strongly I feel about the power and the benefits of positive affirmations. If you are in a negative state of mind or if you have a bleak outlook on life due to the current state of affairs, consider using positive affirmations daily to strengthen your mindset and improve your mental well-being. By repeating an affirmation that you feel is empowering to you, you are helping to reframe your mindset over time. By making strong, positive affirmations out loud, you are creating a headspace for feeling safe and more in control of your attitudes and actions. Feeling in control creates more positive actions. You can find affirmations on my website, Or on my social media accounts or you can create one of your own. You can even search on Google to discover positive affirmations that suit your goal or any problem you might have. So let's say you're having problems with insomnia, anxiety, grief, fear, worry, or let's say you have goals around getting healthier, wealthier, or more successful. Now let's say you want to create an affirmation of your own. First, Identify an area, situation, or problem that you might be having, or a goal that you have. Then, create a strong, positive statement around it to flip its effect on you. For example, if you're having a problem with anxiety, you might say, I feel safe, relaxed, and I have peace of mind. I release all my worries and fears. I am safe. I can take my day one minute at a time. I am in control of this very moment. Let's say you have a goal for losing weight. You might say My health is my number one priority. I take care of my body and my body takes care of me. I love my body and I'm grateful for my health. I am fit strong and healthy. Here's my tip when writing or creating your own positive affirmation. Using phrases like I am and I can are two very powerful statements. So put something good and positive on the other end of those statements. Speaking of health, let's talk about tip number three, outdoor exercise. I've been running outside for nearly 30 years. It's always been my favorite way to spend time with mother nature. I find solutions to my problems. I come up with creative ideas and I release a whole lot of stress when I go running. Running also helps me release anger And I can find compassion and sometimes a way to forgive those who might have hurt or upset me when I go running. First, let's take a look at exercise. I always believed that a strong body builds a strong mind. I actually tested it back in my early 20s when I battled with low self-esteem and lack of confidence the most. I knew I didn't feel good about myself or the skin I was in. So working out and getting results totally lifted me up. But there's more to it. Everyone knows that exercise helps to build strength and endurance in the body, as well as to help you manage weight, control insulin levels, and boost immunity. But exercise also helps to clear the mind. So how can this happen? Well, remember when we talked about oxygen. Blood carries oxygen to all the muscles, organs, and glands in the body to help them function properly. Therefore, when you perform physical exercise, the oxygen that's pumped to the brain Enables the mind to think more clearly. It will learn better. It will make better decisions, and it will act more calmly Exercise also creates chemical reactions in the body such as increased endorphin levels The body's own feel-good hormones that also help boost your mood Now being in nature also has health benefits of its own fresh air helps boost relaxation helps boost energy and focus and it helps boost creativity Research also shows that aromatherapy can help you feel calmer and more relaxed. So you know that saying about stopping to smell the roses? Well, seriously, go do it. Stop to smell the roses. Stop to smell the trees, your herb garden, and the, and the ocean to help reap the health benefits. Therefore, combining exercise with being in the outdoors is a powerful self-care practice for managing your stress and your negative emotions during difficult times. Tip number four, guided meditation. This has been a huge find for me in probably the last eight years. Guided meditation is a great tool for calming the mind and the body. Guided meditation is a self-care practice where an instructor leads you on a journey in your mind using breath work and visualization techniques and sometimes music. In a guided meditation session, the instructor paints a scenario for you to imagine while focusing on your breath work. Your breath anchors you to the present moment. Therefore, there is less focus on the past or the future. You can only focus on the here and now. So, there are many benefits to this practice. By learning how to be in the moment and how to block out distractions, you develop self-awareness, mindfulness, and concentration skills. Over time. This practice can also help you develop tolerance, patience, and compassion. It can even help boost your creativity, imagination, and problem-solving skills. It's also been found to be an effective tool for managing health issues like stress, insomnia, anxiety, and depression. You can discover a ton of different guided meditation videos on YouTube that relate to your specific need or problem. Personally, I love listening to the Honest Guys on YouTube. I love their voice and I love the scenarios that they talk you through to help lead me on a journey to relaxation. So check it out. And this leads us to tip number five, gratitude journaling. I've been doing gratitude journaling for, let's say, at least 15 years now. This writing exercise also makes me feel better about myself and my life, especially during the sticky times. Listen, we all have sticky times. It's what you do in those sticky times that makes a difference. Now expressing gratitude can help you manifest what you want in life. Manifesting is about changing your energy vibration. We are all energy and we all give off a certain vibration. Have you ever heard of the phrase, your vibe attracts your tribe? Well, what that means is like energy attracts like energy. So whatever your vibe is my pineapple, whatever, kind of energy you're given off, you tend to attract more of the same. So let's make your energy more positive. Let's help you create more positive vibes. Being grateful is how you do it. Being grateful for people, places, and things in your life demonstrates that you are open to receiving more of the same. Practicing gratitude can shift a negative mindset to a positive, peaceful, and happier one. When you're calmer, more peaceful, and thankful, your actions will follow. You'll find that you'll be more willing to explore ways on how to invite more people, places, and things into your life that bring you joy, purpose, and passion. You might not even realize that you're doing it. Here's my recommendation. Every day, write at least three things that you're grateful for. You can start your sentences with the phrase, I am so happy and grateful for, and then end it with something that you currently like or enjoy, or that you want to manifest. Write your gratitude in the present tense. Also, the more detail you include, the better your results will be. You can also express gratitude for the things you haven't yet received or experienced, but continue to write the phrases in the present tense anyway. Imagine how grateful you would be to get the things you truly desire. Here's my tip. Be specific. The secret to getting what you want in life is knowing what you want and expressing exactly what you want. Therefore, expressing gratitude invites more of what you want when you can define it with every detail that you see in your mind. I also recommend handwriting your gratitudes instead of typing them so that you feel more connected to the words and to the outcomes. It helps you feel a little more in control of what you're manifesting. Feeling connected is ultimately the key to balancing your mind, body, and spirit. Okay, before I give you my parting message, I want to share your daily aloha affirmation. I am bulletproof. I am bulletproof. Okay, my pineapples, here's my parting message to you. Practicing aloha helps you lean into any life-changing event with more grace, gratitude, peace, and positivity. Instead of being swallowed whole by this pandemic experience or any other hard challenges that you might be facing, you will always find ways to enjoy your life. You will be able to live in the moment and be reassured that this too shall pass. Your life might take some hits, but you can trust that you will not only survive this, but you'll also be able to create long-term goals for success. So keep going, my pineapple. Don't let this pandemic or any other difficult situation in your life steal your joy. Look for the silver linings in the clouds above. Look for a reason to smile and laugh every day. And if you can't find a reason, create one. In the meantime, live, love, and lead with aloha. You can also find me on Instagram at the Aloha Guru. You can find me on Twitter at guru underscore aloha. And uh, you can find me on Facebook at Aloha Mana Empowerment Coaching. From San Diego, peace, love, and aloha my pineapples. Have a great day.